week's Pilch Point with Avram Pilch is proudly powered by PureVPN. The best way to protect your privacy online is with PureVPN. You can hide your online activities, say goodbye to regional restrictions, and improve your streaming quality. Plus, it's available for almost all of your devices. And right now, you can get a special price by going to pilchpoint.live slash purevpn. All right, Avram. So you have got uh, more information on Windows 11 for us, right? Yes. So Windows 11 has become a big, uh, well, it's going to be big because, you know, it's the next version of Windows. And a lot of people have it now as an insider. And I have to admit, it has been taking up a lot of my time the last few weeks because not only do we want to see how it works, we want to see how to change the way it looks. So uh, let me share with you something something we didn't get to do when we discussed Windows 11 before it actually became available, which is to show you what it looks like. So I'm sharing my screen here, and you can see this is the default Windows 11 desktop. And the you'll, first thing you'll notice if you haven't looked at Windows 11 before is that everything is centered by default. The Start menu. Uh, this is the widgets menu. Uh, you're going to you're going to see. Um, oh, I hid the task view one sec. But anyway, this is what your start menu looks like. Uh, it is it shows things that you have recently used and uh, should actually sync this across devices if you have Windows running on another device. Uh, although I have found it does not necessarily doing that. But anyway. Uh, it shows the apps that you, that are pinned. Then, if you want to see all of them, you've got to click all apps and go down this list. Uh, the search function is a little bit buried here, uh, in that when you click it, you get this extra search menu, uh, and that's different from Windows 10, where you have a search bar on the in the taskbar that you can start typing into. Uh, the uh, but it, but the search ends up working basically the same. So if you're looking for an app, or you're looking for, uh, you know, for a document or something like that, you just search for it, and it'll also have web results. Uh, another thing that's that's new here, if we go and actually open a window, is the uh, snap capability. So if you hover over, you'll actually see this menu of all the ways that you could possibly snap this window. So let's say I want to snap it like this. And then if I have, let's say, another window, this is my virtual machine, so I don't have a lot of great stuff on it right now. But let's say I'm snapping and I want to go like this. Well, now it's going to align it like so, right? It gives me all the snap options to move these things around. Now, I'm going to enable the task view, which I had kind of hidden for other reasons, but shouldn't be hidden. Uh, and when you go into the task view here, you have multiple desktops, right? And if you have, and you can easily switch back and forth, and each desktop can actually have its own wallpaper. So I really want this to say be my like work from home desktop, and I want to switch back and forth. You can see that. You know, did I only change? Did it change on everything? This case, it changes it does everything. Seem that but way. It act, it's not supposed to do that. There's a way of customizing. Uh, is it that I have to 
Oh, okay. Well, you, you have to do it in here. You have to right click and select choose background just for that. Just for that one, I think will do it. Uh, and that will allow you to, to do it. But um, so another thing you have here is the uh, widgets, window widgets. And this is really like the MSN homepage uh, that you get when you open edge browser by default you get all these news headlines which are supposed to be on topics that you care about and you can uh if not you can go and change you can go in here and you can customize what you want here like your calendar they recently just this week added this uh, movie one this entertainment one and when you click it it lets you buy that movie I don't see how that that's good for Microsoft, but I don't see how that's great for you. Um, as we said, there's going to be a new Microsoft store, but they really haven't refined it yet. And it's going to actually have Android apps in it that you can install. But let's let's take a step back here. What do you guys think, Alante? What do you think of the new Windows 11 interface? Do you does it look that much different to you than Windows 10? You know, honestly. I do see the 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 differences and changes. I, I really like Windows 10, right? Um, but they seem to have really, I don't know. It's it's like they really kind of took the time to focus on like what do people want to see when they hit these buttons, or what is what is it that people are doing when they have multiple windows open or multiple when when they're multitasking, essentially. Um, and the snapping in Windows 10 was really nice, but it was a little chunky, <laughs> you know? It, yeah. One thing that's really cool in the snapping I should show you is that it remembers. <laughs> so like, let's say ah. I got an email or something and I had to open, let me, I had to open a new program. I don't have a great lot of new programs. So let's say I did this, like, Hey, okay, I'm done with the, whatever this program is. Get me back to where I where I was. You can go back to either of these and you can see it says group and you click that it takes you back to the, the setup that you had. So you can get back to your workflow if something interrupted it, uh, which I think is pretty cool. Also, if you are docking and undocking a laptop and you pull and let's say you, you're docked to a multi-monitor setup, you pull your, your laptop out of the dock it's going to minimize the windows that were on the secondary screens rather than trying to transfer them over to the main screen. And then when you plug in again to the dock, if you haven't moved those windows, they'll pop up on the secondary monitors again. So that's pretty cool. Uh, but what do you think of the start menu specifically? Yeah, I was curious about your take on the start menu. I think the start menu looks great personally like i do like i like how it looks i don't like where it sits <laughs> uh, i know so let me show let me show you a couple of hacks okay first of all built into windows 11 uh so this isn't even really hacks just a setting change if you taskbar settings you you gotta click under taskbar behaviors and there's alignment and you can align it left so that takes you back to a more standard position that's right, that's important and one of the things that people may not have noticed in in that was 
something that Microsoft in the past has not been great about, and that's been transitions, particularly from state, from like setting state to setting state. Mm -hmm. When you did that, everything slid. Mm -hmm. It didn't just disappear in one place and appear in another. There was this nice sliding animation that happened as they moved back to the left. It's those types of things that I think they've really focused on this time. Um, You know, little, little details. You know, we've seen that... Thankfully, the volume and media control panel is changing finally. Uh, you know, I don't know that it's in place yet, but I, we know that it's coming. You know, yeah, okay, there you go. That's. I mean, I don't see it as being really this being that that much that much different no. than the Windows Ten one. I mean, no, but it's just the, cosmetic. The thing, yeah. the thing that when you're like playing a track and you change the volume and it pops up in the top left corner. It was all still very windows 80. Um, even now oh. it didn't even match the windows 10 aesthetic. They didn't update that. Those were the little things about windows 10 that seemed to be problematic because they were hurriedly trying to get away from windows eight and a lot of stuff stayed behind. But in this case, it does seem like, you know, they're looking at those little details. There's no, square box in the top left corner when you adjust the volume uh when you're changing desktops you know when you when you clicked on that button the desktop tabs were at the bottom not the top mm-hmm. so you didn't have to yes, click at the bottom a, to start it and then click at the top to change them you know just yes, those is, types of little things that is a big improvement but let me sh- let me show you something i personally don't like the start menu. uh and why I don't like it is it's bigger. It's bigger and seemingly has, well, I don't know if it has fewer icons, but it's a lot bigger. So this, I measured it and it's about a hundred pixels, at least on this 1080p resolution desktop here, at a hundred pixels taller than the Windows 10 start menu that, and it makes you click more, right? Because instead of scrolling, you have to click here to get, to get all apps, which by the way, there's a lot of wasted space here. Uh, and I hate the search function because the only way to get, I mean, you could just hit window S and you, you'll get your menu. So I guess in that respect, it's not that many more clicks or any more clicks, but you don't have, you can't get the box down here. You have to click this. If you click into something that looks like a box, it just takes you there. So the start menu has a search box on it. Like, oh, wow. I can, I don't have to leave this. You click it. It just launches the other one. It's a fake, it's a fake box. Um, and and so, that doesn't even match the thing I, I was just talking about with, like, the animations and stuff. Mm-hmm. That was a hard, jarring transition yeah. from yes, the start yes. menu to you, the search. They're, they're hoping you don't notice um, that you actually are in a different menu than you thought you were in. So it's a different size that moved to the right. <laughs> yes. I will say this, though. They're hoping that you're too busy typing. Maybe you're yeah. a... a, a a hunt and peck typist who's looking down at your keyboard. So I installed this program called OpenShell. There's a couple of different programs. Um, and what it does is it gives you a more um, classic start menu. Interesting. Now, That's the first time that I've seen uh, uh, UAC dialogue. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, I mean... For just in ge- in your life, or from or or me. <laughs> <laughs> no, Windows Eleven. Uh, that was the first Windows Eleven uh, UAC I've seen. 
yeah it's a long story but i used to always turn it off and then mm -hmm. i got a lot of criticism from people for writing to say you should turn it off so i have now decided that i will always leave it on anyway so uh <laughs> right now you'll see it's not doing anything right because yeah. you have to actually go into the open shell settings uh here you can choose your style oh, wow. of um but they're all windows 7. Mm -hmm. uh there's a there's some other programs out there. There's one called Start 10, and there's one called Start Is Back Plus Plus that cost money and do the same thing, uh, and maybe look a little more polished. Both, of, all of them are sort of Windows 7 style, but still a lot more compact. If you want to just replace the Start button, they don't have an easy way for you to replace it with one that looks like Windows 10 or or Windows 11. So you can try and upload your custom icon, but then you end up with this. Thing that looks like a celebration of shell gasoline um so in the menu that you can kind of configure but but what if what if you want this to look a bit more like windows 10. well there's a registry hack you can do and i have detailed all of this in an article that i have on tom's hardware right now called how to make windows 11 look and feel like windows 10. so there is this registry key, uh, local machine software, Microsoft Windows, current version shell update packages. I'm sure you'll remember that. Uh, <laughs> undocking disabled is the name of the, of the value for some reason. Change it to one. Um, now you got to restart, which will only take a second. And you're going to see what happens, which is um, that I'm going to get a Windows, a, you'll see, you can see I'm running this in VMware Workstation, so it's not my actual computer. Um, but I do have Windows 11 running on my actual laptop. So if I go and I open this up, take a second for it to boot, you're going to see that I have a completely different looking taskbar that Microsoft probably would not want me to have, but they left this little hack in there. Uh, and this it's these sorts of things that i i kind of live for because it's finding the stuff you're not supposed to be able to do or mm -hmm. you know it's the secret uh <laughs> that that you know is kind of a always always a thrill for me although i can't say i found it more like i saw people doing it <laughs> uh, i i was following for them so so here so here you have a windows you, you have the Windows 10 style taskbar. And now if I want this to look like Windows 10, I can, if I go to the settings, not replace the start button because it puts this here anyway. And now I have my Windows 10 start icon. More importantly, you'll see here, it says lock the taskbar. I'll unlock it. I can drag it around. You cannot Interesting. do that yeah. on Windows 11 natively does not allow you to move the taskbar so um so that's uh so that's a trick now the um something to know about this is that this doesn't work this task view button doesn't work properly and you should hide it because when you try to do it it actually causes the bar to crash a little bit uh, and the search button does not however if you want to search there is a search right in your right here in your in your start where I think it belongs so um, so it's uh, you know kind of a neat way and you can see that 
eats up a lot less screen real estate. I think it's like two or 300 pixels less vertical. And I just want a more humble start menu that gets me to, to what I need to do. Now, you'll also notice there's a little, where's my, where'd my clock go? When you make this change, your clock disappears, but you can get it back permanently by running, by going to this control panel here. And then you turn your clock on and your volume on and your network thing on, your network stuff on. And now, now we're back in business, right? So, um, so that's my big, uh, that's my big make Windows 11 look like 10 uh, trick. It also brings back a couple other things, which is the expo file explorer now has ribbons in it. Uh, you may have noticed that the Windows 11 version of this was really stripped down and didn't show you most of your options. Uh, it also shows you the full context menu when you right click on things. Whereas in Windows 11, by default, you get a limit of your top seven right click, uh, right click options. And then you have to click show more options to see them all. So what do you guys think? Do you like the hack better or the original? It, it's an interesting question. Yeah. Obviously, Windows 10 and this interface is the one that we're currently familiar with. It's the one that, you know, there's a half a dozen computers in the studio running Win 10 that all look that way. Mm -hmm. So, you know, change is, is always hard. But I there are definitely problems with the Windows 11 overall UI that I'm struggling with. Um and the weird amount of of unused space is certainly one of them. Yeah, uh, that I'm struggling with hard. So, this is definitely a nice change. Oh, I, hey, from back. I just feel I, like I, I, I just we cut out like for a second. We, oh, we did. Oh. I just feel like we um, they they're. I feel like Windows is sort of like Star Trek original series Star Trek movies, right? Like every other one is good. So now we're on the odd number. Now we're on the odd number windows, windows 11. And we've got a problem because this is the same thing that happened. I think this is, I mean, think about this. If you go back, uh, people liked windows 95. At least I liked it. Uh, I think they kind of liked 98. So maybe that's all right. Windows me, horrible. Windows XP, beloved. Windows Vista. Hated Windows 7 because it was a reversal of Vista. Loved mm -hmm. Windows 8. Wait a second, we're just going to get rid of the Windows and make it Microsoft Window and, uh, and do everything <laughs> on screen. Hated uh, Windows 10 brings back all the things that you liked about Windows 7. Mm -hmm. Loved Windows 11. Trying to compromise, but what it's doing is something that Windows 8 did, which is is which is lowering the information density. We want to spread things out, more room between icons, a bigger start menu. At least it doesn't take up the whole screen like Windows 8. Uh, and we're going to make you click more times because we, I think there's a design philosophy here that we're trying to design for non-power users. We're trying to make it easier for them by putting less information on the screen at once and using more white space. Uh, I don't like that. Give me, let me pack my stuff in there. Thank you very much. All of, uh, all of your so, useful stuff. Yeah. 
Yes. Let me pack all my useful stuff in there at once. I don't need the navigation, like the start menu, to be the star of the show. My work should be the star of the show, the programs that I'm using, not uh, Microsoft's interface. So um, I want to see more information without clicking. I want to have fewer clicks to, to get to what I'm doing. And I want to be transported away from what I'm working on less. So this is why Windows 8, I think, was people hated it. When you think about it, the amount of clicks that you had to do to get to something wasn't mm -hmm. really any different, right? If you hit the Start button in Windows 8, you got a full screen Start menu and you had to click a tile. Uh, it is no more clicks than, this, than the Start menu. And other uh, Windows is where you click to open the Start menu and then you click again to on your icon. Still two clicks. Uh, but... The fact that the start menu covered the entire screen over and sort of took you away from what you were doing was annoying. And I feel like that's this is this is sort of like that. I mean, it at least doesn't cover the whole screen, but it it's trying too hard to have you focus on the UI and less on just trying to get you to where you're going. Yeah, I, I can see that. Mm -hmm. um, Same. And, uh, you know, personally, I, I'm good with, with full context. In fact, this computer over here has Windows 10 set in full screen start mode. But, uh, but yeah, I, I totally understand the idea, you know, the, the, the visual switch uh, being jarring, because it can be, for sure. Um, and... They've taken that away, but they haven't taken away the, the, look at me. <laughs> I, I definitely am with you, Abram, on the idea that uh, every other Windows is almost like a trial run. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, it's like they're, they're trying all of these new things. And, and then the next one, they fix them. And the next one, they fix them. They, they. <laughs> Yep. everybody's happy <laughs> so yeah yeah i kind of wonder i i feel like we're at the point with windows 11 they should give us just a lot of options to make it look and function how we want it to but in a simple way and that's i know that's difficult i'm just saying this as a you know a person who doesn't do any of that <laughs> but like yeah, I, I don't think I don't think it is difficult. I think that they, because you can see third-party utilities that do it. So if Microsoft wanted to, they could give you more options. I think that it's a, somewhat about branding, right? Like, oh, we mm. don't want people to make it, to make it look too much like Windows 10 because then they won't know that they won't see the difference. Right. So they're trying to make sure that you see that this is their new, new vision. Allow us to make, make it, make like a hybrid then. You know, there are obviously some things that we like about Windows 11. There are some yeah. things we really love yeah. about it. You know, it's just yeah. some of these decisions that they're making are questionable. So let us take it a step back. Yep. And it's, it's mean, that's why people like Linux, right? Right. Right. It's a little bit of that that uh, that uh, iOS versus Android conversation that we've had many times over the last decade. Right, Avram, where, you know, Android you could do just about anything you and we're going to take out the app stores and all that stuff. We're going to talk on the operating system with Android. You can do almost anything you want. 
Alante and I have the same phone, and I don't look the same. <laughs> Not at all. Right. <laughs> um, but if we both had an iPhone, whoop, they look the same. Gotta ask Daddy Apple to do everything. Exactly. And this this yep. feels a little bit like they're adding some of that restriction. Not being able to move the taskbar? Weird. I don't understand why people do, and I don't care. Same. It's not my... That's the thing. It's not my <laughs> place to try and understand it. Right, right, exactly. Like, I, I like it at the bottom, but why why wouldn't you let people put it at the top? There's another right, right. hack, which I... There's another hack, by the way, which I encourage folks to go to tomtarver.com to see these, that just lets you move the taskbar to the top. <laughs> so if you like the Windows 11 taskbar and and uh, you don't want to get into hacking it to have the Windows 10 taskbar, which I admittedly is a little bit of a risky move uh, <laughs> because I'm sure they'll break it in a future update. <laughs> the you, There's another registry hack that puts the start menu, the regular, I mean, the taskbar on the top of the screen. But it's not really meant to be used. So some things, like I think when you're changing the volume, suddenly appear in the lower right anyway. Anyway. Because mm -hmm. it's, not really, it's not really supported. But I do appreciate them. I do appreciate them making these things difficult because we can get a lot of uh, people to read articles because of it. So I'm, I'm always, I always appreciate bugs uh, or, or limitations like this. <laughs> However, every week they seem to be issuing a new... Uh, window build and then i have to go back and test all the hacks to make sure they still work because uh, rather than uh -huh. adding more hacks they seem to be taking them away yeah there was there was a whole a whole list of things that that disappeared in a build that came out a couple of days ago that that i heard about yeah so. yeah yeah there was actually an option in the first preview to get the windows 10 start menu the real windows 10 start menu mm -hmm. which has tiles and everything back just with a single registry entry and they killed it uh in the in the second preview build so gotcha. sad 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 to say um mm -hmm. now all i'm going to say is um you uh we have we're covering this daily we have some major articles on this on tomsharver.com so please check us out because this is my life my life lately is tracking these things hanging out on sites like win arrow and 11 forum where right. there are a lot of people exchanging this type of information because it's really hard to figure out when there's a new registry hack i've also spent many hours just trying things to see if i can find one <laughs> so anyway that doesn't um, sound terrifying yeah. at all yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh come uh come check it out uh you know, and you may find something that you can change in Windows 11 that you didn't like, or just have, read our article on how to install it, or how to install it in a Windows virtual machine so you can play with it, like I'm playing with it now, without risking anything, any of your uh, real apps and data. <laughs> and on that topic, I am working on doing a thing about converting a non-supported computer into a supported computer with a TPM chip. Uh, as soon as it arrives, I'll, I'll let you know how all of that goes. Because I have I have a Great. computer in the office that's mention, one generation out. I should mention that uh, when I use the ISO file, mm -hmm. I'm curious for you to try this because I've mainly done it in a virt virtual machine. But when I installed it from the ISO file that did a clean install, I installed on machines that had none of the requirements. 
I was, and it didn't give me any error. Interesting. Uh, so I installed it on a virtual machine that had two gigabytes of RAM, no TPM and no secure boot, and it didn't give me a single error. So rather than doing the upgrade uh, install, I suggest that you see my article on how to do a clean Windows 11 install, which explains okay. how to download the ISO file, and then you can and and try that because you may not need the TPM check. Interesting. Okay. Good to know. At least for now. I mean, yeah. ev eventually for real, you probably will, but sure. Uh, at least for now, I think that works. Very cool. Well, I'm going to check that out personally, <laughs> and. Uh, and see if I can make that work. And then once that TPM chip shows up, which who knows when that'll happen, mm. uh, I'll do a follow-up <laughs> on uh, that experience as well. As always, Avram, thank you. Because for me, the only the only systems that I have that aren't mission critical that I'm willing to uh, do this on uh, are not supported. So I have been relying on you, my friend. And I know others are as well. So thank you for that. And uh, I cannot wait to see what we talk about next time.